Hey, this is Troy Baker. And Nolan North. And you're listening to My, My Xbox, Xbox and, and me. me. Hey, we did that together. Yeah. My Xbox and Me, episode 51. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man scared of the camera so much so he's not even on camera this week, Kevin Tarney. As per usual, what is up everyone? How we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what up, where's the camera at? Uh, I've literally just got in like five minutes ago, so and I'm shattered. So it's like, nah, no camera today. You don't get to see Excuses, excuses. Excuses. And, obviously, the man... I don't really... I'm not used to doing three people. It's weird. (laughs) Really, really, really weird. No one's used to Um, doing three people, Corey. (laughs) And the Scotsman himself, Ross Miller. Hello. It feels good to be back for the second week. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to have you back, man. Yeah, and I was going to say, have you seen my face, Kev? Like, I look like this all the time. Yes. Not, not just you know the now because you came in you from what time? Stunning today. Oh, thank you. I've got my glasses on so that I can look at your you look, picture. Uh, you look like your IQ's gone up about ten, so you're on about twenty now. <laughs> Twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we all anyway? We'll start with you, Ross. How's things been going? Yeah, fantastic. Actually, I was just saying to you before we started recording. Um, enjoying my new job, so I'm coming in earlier night, which gives me. A little bit more time to game, I suppose. Or record podcasts with friends. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin Tarney has work and has things. Uh, yeah, things are good. My work's still all over the place at the minute, so my hours are just crazy each week. But uh, I'm getting used to it. I'm starting to get into the rhythm of it, which is good. But uh, yeah. Good. How about yourself? Good. Yeah, everything's gravy. I can't complain too much, if I'm honest with you. Apart from the fact that I don't think we're actually live. But I'm not going to worry about it. I know it says we're live, but the event thing's not worked again. Fuck a duck. Fuck a duck. <clears throat> Don't worry, we'll keep the audio, and we'll keep running, right, and I'll good to me. make it up on the fly. Um, yeah, so everything's gravy for me. Still working hard, as per usual. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, I got, so, I was at Comic-Con this w- last weekend. Yes, that tell is... us all about it. Tell us about so, your adventures. Yeah. It was really, 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 really good. Tell the really, listeners like, how uh, Troy Baker hates me. <laughs> uh, I'm not going into too much detail, but <laughs> um, yeah. So I interviewed uh, who did I, sorry, I interviewed Troy Baker, Nolan North together. If you haven't seen that video, head over to YouTube.com/slash/MCFixer. Um, apart from that. Uh, I'm really trying to figure all this out, but no, okay, uh, no, fuck that. Okay, um, yeah, where am I? Shit. Yeah, interviewed them two, then I interviewed, um, interviewed, uh, the guys from Rooster Teeth, so Jack Patolo and Jeff Ramsey, yep. that interview would be out next week, and I also interviewed a gentleman who some of you may know called Akala, 
which is a musician and someone who made a graphic novel amongst other things. He's very known a lot for his politics actually. Yeah. He went up against the um the gentleman uh from what are they called? Shit. What are they called? Uh, what's the racist group? Uh, they okay. don't they don't they Geek that's it, UKIP. Oh, UKIP? UKIP. I was like the KKK? <laughs> no, not no, 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 no. That'd be pretty scary. Don't walk the streets. Uh, yeah, so he got, they went up against them. Um, so, yeah. But it was good. It was really, really good. I did, all it was was work, though. Um, I've noticed that I am... Um, I can't do both. Like EGX. EGX, I did, had fun when I went to EGX and met up with Ross and everybody else. And I didn't work. And then I went to Comic-Con this year, me and Hayley went, and we couldn't... I can't have fun and... You, and you can't switch off. I, no. So I either have to work or have fun. I can't do both. Yeah, I completely understand sucks. that. I, I'm the same like that. Like I get stuff in my head, and then I'm just thinking about it all the time. So I either turn it off or have it on. I was two. stressed out, EGX. I couldn't function. Oh, stre- stressed out. Is, every year I'm usually stressed out, EGX. <laughs> What I can confirm is that me and whoever I decided as a camera person, probably Hayley, will be at EGX Reese. We've already got our press passes come through, which I am super happy about. So I will see you all in April. Ross's face has changed there. So did he apply for one and not get one yet? No, no. I'm thinking about going myself. Ah, interesting. Yes. So if you come down, uh, be nice. Um, If if everyone comes down on the same day and lets me know, Mm -hmm. that way... I can decide not to work that day and then work the other three days, which would be cool. Yeah. So if everyone could work, come on the Thursdays, because that's when I do the least amount of work, and sort it. <laughs> anyway, 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 let's get into the rigmarole. And this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by mcfixer.co.uk and outalives.net. Ross, how's Outalives going? Yeah, good this week. Yeah, good. it's really good this week. There's... The various Facebook groups are in, we get to plug in. That always increases the relevant views upon mm. site. Um, yeah, including my Xbox and Me Facebook group. But there isn't a plug-in day in there. What? My Xbox and Me Facebook group. We don't have a plug day in there. No, I haven't got one. To be honest with you, Moody runs all that. Yeah. Because he posts all the news. So I was talking to him the other day about it because I was just like... Yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, I just keep posting the news. I'm like, yeah, you just keep doing that. People seem to keep going there at the moment, which is really nice. Yeah, it's about this little battle. Community. It's becoming. It, this is what I was saying the other day. I was talking to my mum actually. Um, I think I might have said this on last week's episode, but um, yeah, we've we've actually got a community, which is really, 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 really strange. But cool. But cool. Um, also, if you want the audio early. We're getting. I just said to he's Moody's in the chat trying to say, oh god. Anyway, if you want the audio, then you head over to Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer. Audio is three dollars, video is four. This week there is no video because apparently we got technical issues and we're all on very tight schedules, unfortunately. Um, and Ross, did Yo. you know it is a year today that we launched my Xbox and me? Wow, oh. seems like five years ago if I'm honest with you it's been that stressful um, <laughs> oh so stressful for you you just have to turn up your bastard yeah but I've got to look at you for an hour so um. <laughs> but yeah so it's a year today I checked my um, I checked my uh, uh, fa- you know to do the Facebook memory yeah. thing crap I checked that and it come up with the chart thing when we charted at five. Oh wow and uh, when we was claiming we're the number one 
Xbox wait, podcast wait, in the UK. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Isn't this episode 51? Yes. So wouldn't 52 make it a year? No, because we missed the week. We uh, missed one week. Okay, that makes sense. Thanks for calling me out, Kev. Right. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, can we just can we just call back? Corey fell out with me that week, right? He, he fell out <laughs> with me because I told him I was going holiday for a week and he forgot. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Do you know what? That probably sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm being totally honest with you, that sounds about right. Um, Yeah, but let's jump into what is in your box. Oh, no. One more thing. Jesus Christ, I'm out of of sync. I'm all weird. This episode is also brought to you by Mike Lynch. Of course. Kevin, how could I forget Mike? I know, right? I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible person. Is that the ukulele says? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me Hi, I'm Mike Lynch. I play video games and review movies and Blu-rays. Think of me as, as a crossover between Voltron and the Transformers. Awesome and mega. Yeah. Right. Anyways, go subscribe at YouTube.com. Again, that's what he put in his ad read, <laughs> not me. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Mike Lynch. Back to you, Fixer Kev and Ross. Um, and we'll get back in and we'll talk about what's been in our box this week. Kevin Tarney, we will start with you, sir. What has been in your box? What have you been playing? Ooh, right. I'll start off with mm, something a bit mediocre. I've been playing Titanfall 2. Ooh, um, you started with mediocre and said Titanfall 2. Let me start 2. off on a positive note. The campaign of Titanfall 2 is absolutely amazing. Like, okay. It's, uh, how long has that been playing out? About maybe eight hours, which I suppose is okay for a single player campaign in an FPS. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, the campaign is really good. They've done some really cool things with um, the movement mechanics, which make the whole uh, free-running stuff really enjoyable in the campaign. And uh, I'm glad they did that. But I've been playing a bit of multiplayer, and I don't know. I don't know if it's because I've been playing a bit on my own, but yep, it hasn't... Yep, exactly the reason. Yeah, it hasn't really bitten me. I found myself struggling to go back to it. Like Every time I load up my Xbox, I look at it, and I'm like... Uh, do I really fancy going in and playing it right now? Because games like Call of Duty in the past, I've actually had fun just playing on my own and going into lobbies against people. But Titanfall, it's just not grabbing me at the moment. Maybe it's because I haven't played it enough. But um, yeah, I'll probably play it a bit more and it'll probably change my tune at some point. But uh, right. apart from that, I've also played a bit of Borderlands, Borderlands 2. Um, yeah, yeah. Yep, me, Moody and uh, Foxes, two of our listeners. Excuse oh, me, and Cor- me? Corey for there. 10 minutes. Corey for what? 10 minutes. Is that my fault or is that Moody's dial-up internet's fault? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll give you that. That is Moody's dial-up. Did he call it his 56k, yeah? Yeah. I heard it every time we had to load up a level, we heard was... Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, us three played um, yeah. a bit of Borderlands, or us four played a bit of Borderlands yeah, too. Yeah, um, yeah. Funny story, actually. After Corey, you left, uh, me and Moody were playing with Foxes and I disappeared for like half hour to go make some dinner. Uh, okay. I came back... Um, I heard Moody and he goes oh I just disappeared for a sec to make my dinner as well and I said where's Foxes and he goes I don't know so we continued playing for like 10 minutes thinking he'd gone off to do something and uh, a bit later on we started to hear like this <sighs> this heavy breathing <laughs> noise and we were like you don't think he's falling asleep do you and Moody was like nah no he hasn't and then eventually got on we heard him like um, stirring his sleep like a <clears throat> <laughs> like that. I was like, he's falling asleep on us, so we had to literally tweet his missus to get her to go wake him up and then get him back into the game. So uh, yeah, Borderlands Two, fantastic game. It will put you to sleep, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you're really silly, wouldn't it? 
that's brilliant. But, but yeah, Borderlands 2 is an amazing game, and uh, I'm enjoying going back to it. So much replayability. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Ross, what about yourself? Have you been out of time to play anything? Well, yeah, one thing I, I, I totally forgot about this week, which was amazing. So I bought a new laptop this week. Oh, so I have been spending a lot of time on my new laptop because I, I love okay. it. Kev's in, in a group chat with me and I've just been saying, should I buy this game? Should I buy this game? Should I buy this game? <laughs> just oh, oh, constantly. I haven't even played half the stuff I've got. Um, but I had a brilliant moment. You'd think it would be Gears, but it was actually uh, Forza Horizon 2. Two? Two was, or three? Three, sorry. Three. Oh, right. I was playing Forza 3 on my laptop with her in a race on Xbox One using Play Anywhere. Oh, so you're ah, making okay. full use of the uh, function there. I totally am. So we were playing multiplayer in the same room, but with two machines running it, essentially. That oh, cool. that's cool. It was, it was great. Like, really, really smart, really flawless. We had no issues whatsoever. You know, it's not a gaming laptop I've bought. No. You know, it wasn't, but it ran it fine. Like, okay. I didn't expect to run Forza fine. It was just maybe running in medium. It wasn't running in Eden High. Yeah. It definitely looks better in Xbox One than what it does in my machine. But it was totally playable. Totally. Fair I just take my glasses off and I can't tell anyway. Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but no, like, it, it was a great moment and just shows me the technology, like how far it's came on. Yeah. But also using, this is another thing, using the wireless display preview app on Xbox One, I actually, yeah. I bought the Humble Bundle the other day, and I was streaming some games to my PC, from a PC to the wireless app, and then using my Xbox controller, which was attached to my PC, I was playing a PC game on my Xbox on a TV. Right. Okay. That makes sense to me. The wireless, the wireless receipt basically acts as a monitor, for your, wirelessly for your um, PC so oh, you okay. load up the wireless um, preview app, essentially, because I think it's only in preview, and then you just use that as a monitor. But because I've got the little wireless dongle for my Xbox controller, I was literally just sitting in front of the TV while playing a PC game that was being streamed from a PC. So now, that wasn't is you may as well been playing an Xbox game. Well, yeah, but at the time... Like, for example, the other day I played Football Manager on my TV. Wee, oh, okay. Football Manager! You know, with a you... wireless keyboard and mouse. Like, I was just right, okay, sitting there yeah. playing it. And it's probably good for games like that in Civ, not first-person shooters. That's not what I'm talking about. I would play that in my Xbox. But for stuff that's not available on my Xbox, I want to play on the big TV wirelessly. It was a brilliant function. Isn't, isn't that what yeah. Steam Big Picture is meant to be? Well, yeah, I just... You need something to receive the to receive on your tv though don't you all oh, right okay yeah. so you're so, basically using your xbox as that thing to receive yeah it. i was using my xbox to receive the signal to I display gotcha. on my tv and as i, I said gotcha. it worked absolutely perfectly works absolutely perfectly so if you download the wireless app and you're on windows 10 just click the notifications bar and click on project it is as simple as that fair enough yeah. fair enough well i have been playing a bag of shit this week honestly i've not I heard of that played... is a gearbox or <laughs> yeah, published by EA. Um, no, I played. So I did the Halloween stream. On oh, how did that Halloween. go? Yeah, it went alright. It went alright. We had a decent turnout. Um, like I say, it, the games I played were really bad. So I played Emily Wants to Play, which I wouldn't suggest to a dead person. It 
the game's terrible. Like, you literally start off as a pizza delivery man. You come in, you walk in the house. It's scary at first, mm. and then it doesn't explain anything, so you just die every two seconds. Right, okay, so it's Is it not if you're looking at them, they can't kill you? What? If you look at them, they can't hurt you. It's only when you're not look looking at, at the, the dolls and things. Uh, bruv, I, I played the game for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and it was just like, I don't understand. I couldn't. You know what happened, Corey? had no direction at you, all. You didn't read so the instructions, you, did you? There was no instructions. You did what you did with We Happy Few. You got stuck in the no, sewer for like half there hour. there was. No, oh my God, that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. But no, 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 no. I, there was no instructions. So there's nothing I could do. All right, okay. That's not on me. Well, that here's is my not understanding of it. There is a bit like Five Night and Freddy's. There's dolls or something about the place. Yeah. And you'll hear a noise and you have to quickly look about to find them and you keep your eyes on them till they go away. And if you don't keep your eyes on them, they'll kill you. All right. Okay. That's a pretty cool premise, actually. Oh, I like fuck. that. That'd be the, good in it, VR. <laughs> it was terrible. I'm going to be straight with you. Don't buy the game. Don't support it. It was poor. The game was terrible. Buy it. My opinion. I think it's like £3, but yeah. Um, that is just my opinion. I also played a game called The Park. Ooh, um, what's your thoughts on that? Played that through start to finish. Yeah, it wouldn't have been long. Um, Walking about two simulator. and a half hours. Walking simulator. Yeah, so it, pretty much. Um, that was a solid five. Mm. A, a five? I'd give it a five. If I was giving the numbers, I'd probably give it a five. Yeah, it was okay. Again. It was, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting from these games, but I was expecting to be scared a bit more. And it had that had creepy moments, but it didn't scare me scary. It just had a few jump scares. Did you not but, end up playing um, the Layers of Fear DLC? I'm getting there. I'm getting there, player. It's I'm not getting great there. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> so, the park, yeah, I played that through start to finish. Uh, easy for achievements if you're in for that. It, the premise of the story of the park was pretty good, but. Yeah, I just, nah. I wasn't feeling that either. And then I played Layers of Fear DLC, which was absolutely terrible as well. Yeah. I, like, for, I for a game it. that I thoroughly enjoyed, I finished that as well. For a game that I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Layers of Fear, Kev, you saw me play it, I was yeah. shit scared all the way through that game. Mm-hmm. Um, That DLC was poor. I like the fact it was from a different premise, but it wasn't scary at all. They've, so what they've was got the deal? Where you play as a kid in it, and yeah. everything's big. You have to push the ball and all that shit. And yeah. No, no. Oh, okay. I wasn't feeling that at all either. So, all in all, I played some pretty poor games. If you want to be honest, over the Halloween, and then I played a little game that I'm sure many people have played called Outlast, mm. which was bought <laughs> to me, bought bought for me by Mr. Moody. And I, unfortunately, I was really tired at the time when playing it, and it was scaring me even more because I was tired. So I had to stop playing it. But I played about hour, maybe half an hour. And that game's fucking scary. I need to start that game, especially after that watching game like both the countries this week. It's yeah. It's funny but the Outlast, Outlast has got a pattern to it that you can predict by the end. Oh, okay, fair enough. You know that way with the That's enemies, but yeah, it's really good and the, the demo's up in the store now for the second one. Which has got some freaky uh-huh. um, moments in it as well, but I like it. Last, just to come in there, I was really disappointed with the, the Layers of Fear yeah. inheritance as well. Like compared to the main game, it was nowhere near as good. It was dead foggy. 
they didn't yeah. you know that way it was, there's moments where you couldn't really see anything I don't find that it's not darkness there's a scary. certain room you go behind the wardrobe and you just walk into the, I was just walking into the wall yeah. into the wall and the, I was like what the hell gave the control to Hayley was like figure this out yeah. trying, I had to get a YouTube video up in the end and there was nothing even in the room yeah, yeah. I was thoroughly thoroughly let down by that game I've got to be honest with you which leaves a uh, sour taste for the main game because don't let anyone ever put you off the main game of Wales no. of Fear because that's phenomenal it's really good really good have you ever yeah. played Alien Isolation no, I haven't. You need to do I, that. I will do soon. I played parts. I played it in VR before once. Yeah. Um, which was cool. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see with that. Um, and what else did I play? I played Gears of War Four Story again. Finished that. Played that through with Haley again, and finished that. So I've now played that twice, and I've decided I've come to the. Oh, that's a spoiler. Okay, mm. Rush, you played the game. Yes. Chapter five. Yes. The last bit. The very the, last that, bit, yeah. That's no, that sequence of the last bit. Yeah. Didn't like it. Uh, I I thought it was such a change. Uh to the rest of the game. Uh I don't know if I like it because it isn't a typical Gears game. No, exactly. But it was different enough and as long as you don't bring it back again, that it's really hard to not spoil. No, I that, know. That it was enjoyable. It was a nice change to pace for a, a Gears game because I always think, how how do you end a, a, a Gears end game? End the game. There's a big, Which, usually a big giant boss thing that you have to kill yeah. or you know a, a sequence Which, for it. And it was very different for for that yeah. side. And and yeah, um, yeah. I I, I personally quite like it because when the first time you you go in, you feel pretty damn good about yourself. Pa- pa- very powerful. Very yeah. amazing. I get, I, like I say, played it for the first time, enjoyed it. Played it for the second time, didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't like it. But we'll talk about that more in detail um, come Game of the Year talk. We, again, I'm putting off Game of the Year talk again this week because we're so goddamn busy. And everyone's schedules are a bit nuts and we've only got like 45 minutes to get this all done. So let's get into the news and we'll try to speed through it as fast as we can because I know everyone's busy. First piece of news is... Xbox One Scorpio won't automatically be followed by Xbox in two years' time, says Bill Spencer, which is exciting news for all of us, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross, I know you're thinking about getting a Scorpio when it comes out. Yeah, because I was getting a Gears S and I, I, I put myself off. I put myself off because I wanted the PC. Um, yeah. So the Scorpio is a natural progression uh, if you're not picking up an S. So, uh, Kev, you're... Yours comes down to price point, correct? Yeah, I always said if it's like, what did I say? Was it four fifty? Is my cutoff point? Yeah, yeah. I think four fifty is my cutoff point, and I'll probably pick one up eventually when it gets a price drop. If it's above that, but I will get one eventually. Yeah, four, um, four there is a there is a load of quotes here. So if you wanna if you wanna check out this news story, I think I'll get it off of Xbox One dot UK. Um, I'll get a lot of news from there, so check out their site. Um, I think this week we're just going to hit the headlines and talk about them in a little bit of depth. This is good news for me, personally. I don't want to invest in a Scorpio to know then a year down the line there's another Xbox coming out, mm-hmm. which is the next generation. So I'm happy about this. Um, I don't know where this leaves leaves certain things, though. Are you guys... Does this guy? Does this make you happy to know that we're not getting the same life cycle as, say, um, phones? 100%, man. Like... I think, personally, the best life cycle for consoles is five to six years. I think that's just enough for you to get settled into the console that's two cycle. Years. That's, yeah, that's in two years' time, though, Kev. 
Yeah, and we're getting Scorpio, which I class as the next iteration. Okay. So that's technically not, you know, that's te- because <clears throat> this is where we get into. That's not the next iteration, though, because the next iteration would be a whole new platform with games, correct? Well, it is literally, isn't it? It's like a more powerful version, which is just basically... It's it's going to be a new designed box, isn't it? It's going to be more yeah. powerful, a hell of a lot mm-hmm. more powerful. Some people are saying six times as powerful than yep. the Xbox One we've got now. So it is basically just a new console, in my eyes. And that will take it six years from the launch of the Xbox One. Which, like I say, I think is perfect. I think 10 years was too long with the Xbox 360 and it started to fall apart towards the end, like graphically. Like the difference between PCs and consoles oh, was just ridiculous. Did you, did you play GTA 5? <laughs> uh, GTA 5 is the one standout that is like. I don't think GTA 5 is as good looking as people say it is. It was good it, looking uh, for the 360. 360. Yeah, if you compare 360 at the beginning of the generation to the end, like GTA against, say, Perfect Dark or whatever, it's crazy. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a fair argument. I'll uh, agree with you there. I'll agree with you there. Uh, Ross, what do you think of all this anyway? Um, look, automatically, it's not saying it won't be. No. Oh, no, no, no. But I trust Phil. In Phil, we trust. Yeah. And I believe what he's saying is truthfully. So I think if we get the Scorpio... And it's the whole Xbox ecosystem now, so we're never going to... And he said this, for as long as he's head, that we'll always be able to carry our games over yeah. there. They've already announced that uh, Scorpio will be backwards compatible with Xbox 360 games. Which, which is, I think it's a daft statement, right? I know it sounds daft, it's but... It's obvious. It, yeah, like, it's a, it's, if it is an upgraded Xbox One, the Xbox One already is, so that's not... Exactly. Yeah. And I've I, I seen that bit of news and I was a bit like... Uh, that's not a news story. That's why I didn't add it in. Yeah. I didn't even put it in. I didn't bother. It's like, that's obvious. Also, this is putting aside the fact that the Scorpio may be able to be upgraded, like, with different parts. That, that's yeah, been that's, put to bed, hasn't it? Saying been, that the, yeah. the, it was a consideration, but something that wasn't quite feasible. Really? Oh, I, I must have mm-hmm. missed that news. I didn't see that. The, supposedly, they were looking into modular progression so that you could take a part out and put a new part in to replace it. And then there was an outcry with the sort of PC, you know, the master race as such. But as far as I'm aware, they said it's not really feasible to sell a thing that can come into parts. You lose something. Listen to him. He's had a laptop for a week. And all I was going to say, now thinks, he's, now thinks he's part of the master race, this guy. Mate, if I think I was part of the master race, I wouldn't have, have bought the laptop that I did. To be honest <laughs> with you, I've, I've, I've specifically went for a very, very specific type of laptop it's not even got a good graphics card on it to be honest with you so it's not it's not a gaming machine we're just messing with i know it does have an i7 though so i'm quite happy with that (laughs) um yeah i just think this is an interesting piece of news i'm happy to hear it that my money should be will be well invested and hopefully safe for at least two years i'd say maybe Mm -hmm. so if it comes out in 17 yeah we're looking at 20 then the new that's, console. I, that's what I would hope. That's I'm down that's with that. That's too soon fine. for me. That's it's not seven, too soon for 17, me. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, three years. Yeah, and now uh, and I, then we get the next Xbox, whatever it is. Nah, too soon for me. Fair enough. Fair Xbox enough. two. <laughs> it won't be. Uh, next piece of news is Blue Dragon. Everyone know what Blue Dragon is? Backwards compatible game. 
<laughs> you think they're so funny um, it's now available via uh, Xbox 360 backwards compat did anyone play Blue Dragon no, no. I don't even know what it is no I don't know it's, ja- it's a Japanese JRPG oh. but we didn't get many of them back on the um, 360 yeah. obviously but Blue Dragon was one that is held in high regards by the Xbox fans um, not my type of game but I know a lot of people love the game so yeah yeah that's that and simple piece of news and Ross something that I think will make you happy yeah it certainly made me happy I don't even play the franchise but Falls of 3 yeah uh, Falls of Horizon 3 sorry is the best selling Falls game hmm certainly there was the most hyped for it coming out yeah well, I'm, I was re- I'm getting it hopefully in a couple of days so I yeah. can't wait to play it it's, but- a, great, it's a great game it's, it's I still don't think it had the impact that Forza 1 did no okay I've not played it yet. So. Yeah, no, but I just mean as in it is more of the same is all I can say. Every Forza game gets better looking, the driving becomes slicker, it becomes, you know, fun. But the impact that Forza Horizon had and the bridging the gap between arcade and simulation racer, you know, you're never gonna quite recapture that moment. Yeah, because well same, yeah. Yeah, the uh statement they put out was on the Xbox Wire was we're proud to announce that Forza Horizon Free is the best Sorry, is the best-selling, highest-rated racer game, uh, furtherly strengthening Forza as the most successful racing franchise on any platform this generation, which I think is kind of funny because uh, Gran Turismo ain't come out yet, but um, which we know sells gangbusters on PlayStation. That that game sells systems, which is crazy. Um, thanks to the biggest, uh, thanks to, for the biggest Forza launch in its history, with more than five million fans playing Forza. Over on Xbox One and Windows 10 PCs, which I just think that's really cool. Well, really Windows happy. 10 would have been a major factor in that. Yeah, that's what Probably. I was just thinking. Yeah, those PC players jumping over onto it. Which, again, this is why they're doing it. It's a smart business move for Microsoft. Yeah. Um, they can still, their franchises are still selling well. It doesn't matter. It's still, when I think Falls, I don't think PC. I still think mm-hmm. Xbox. Just mm-hmm. the same with Gears of War. So. Does it really matter? I suppose we all we've had this conversation many a time. Does it really matter? I don't think so, not at all. Is the Windows Game Store on PC called the Xbox Store yet? Because that's no, got to come, Windows, doesn't it? That's it's just be... the store because it's it does store. other. It sells software and all that yeah. as well. So it's just that it's a universal store for everything. I'm guessing they'll yeah. eventually change over to Xbox Store or something. No, like that. just not the name because the, on the Xbox it's called the store as well because you get apps. Yeah. Oh, so, I guess so yeah. under the universal platform, they just have decided to call everything under the Microsoft Store, um, so you can get enough. all your stuff. Because if I buy, I notice I download VLC yeah. on yeah. my uh, from the Windows Store, and then it was ready to install on my Xbox. Oh, that's cool. You know, it, it picks okay. up the fact that you have it, and uh, it was just something I noticed the other day actually. But um, yeah, it, it, I like this. I'm not going to lie, if it wasn't for Windows 10 and Xbox, I probably wouldn't have taken the plunge on the PC. It's because of yeah. that that makes me that whole want, yeah, everything together. I, uh, I tried a party on my Xbox as well, you know, that way for joining it, and it's, it's seamless, I can stream. Yeah, You know, I, I'm all about this universal. Yeah, that's the whole platform. reason I got a Windows phone. That's totally the reason. I'm not taking it that far. <laughs> Whatever, Kev. Um, EA responds to criticism of Titanfall 2 releasing in between uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield this week. Both games, uh, they said that both games, Titanfall and uh, Battlefield 1, 
are very different. And so there's a whole statement EA put out here, which was, uh, Wilson said, while Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 have some overlap, they fulfill very different motivations in what players are looking for. Do we agree with that quote? Yep. I, t- I do totally agree with that. Yeah. I also um, think that, do you remember last year Siege didn't launch well? Yes. Yeah. And it would end a similar situation, but by Christmas... Not as bad as this, though. No, but by Christmas, when people had bought their own games and they're looking for presents, it was the one game that they hadn't had yet, and it was in a lot of people's stockings. I plan to do this with Titanfall this year, is, is say to someone, like, oh, get me Titanfall, because it'll be after Black Friday, it'll be a decent price, and at that point, I want to play it. And that's why they've been so smart with a single player, because it's well, reviewing well. Yeah, it, there's a reason to go by it. Let me throw this statement, which was, Wilson also said, we think that there's three types of players. People that really love Battlefield and the big strategy gameplay, um, that will uh, go in that direction. Players will also like fast, fluid, uh, connective gameplay. Go for Titanfall, um, and then there's players that will buy both. Is pretty much what he said. Which I kind of agree with what he's saying. If I'm honest with you, if you want to draw I'd... parallels, I think the biggest parallel to Titanfall Two will be Call of Duty this year with all its wall running and stuff. Yeah, I've not looked at Call of Duty much, which is weird. Um, but they have also I pre-ordered it. You haven't pre-ordered really? it. How the hell? They also come out this uh, and said EA are totally committed to the Titanfall series for many, many years. Um, this one, I'll find. I find interesting. Are they just um, committed? So, what do we think of all this? What do we think of Titanfall launching around the same time as Battlefield and the same time as Call of Duty? What does Kevin? You are pretty much our shooter guy, and yeah. you are the only one that's played Titanfall. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this? Uh, I don't know. I think it would have been better for them to hold off to maybe early next year when the big Battlefields hype train had gone off the rails a little bit. When people have played it, a little bit bored, fancy something a little bit different because that game does play slow. And if you like been playing it for six months straight, you may fancy something a bit faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Titanfall might be the choice then. Um. I don't know. It, I, I want Did know. they send this out to die? I don't think they sent it out to die. No, I think that's a silly thing to say. Because why would you spend so much money in a game and then just send it out to die? Then it just makes no I'm sense whatsoever. I'm just posing the questions. Uh, the thing that I, I was watching Colin and Greg live this morning, and uh, they said that maybe it's to do with their shareholders and taxes for the end of the year, for the end of the physical year. So they had to get it out by the end of the year for that reason. Yeah. Why the, the end of financial year is April? Or whatever it is, and maybe yeah. I got the financial rear wrong, but what they had to get at, maybe they, that was one of the reasons they come up with that it could have been, which possibly, possibly. I do feel like it's kind of strange to put this game out next to Battlefield. You're just eating away at both of your own communities. Uh, no, I think he's right in saying that they're different markets. There is some overlap, of course, but I think there's people who do love Battlefield, and no matter what game you put out next to it, they'll just get Battlefield. And I think those on the fence now have two choices, like either the really fast game or the slower playing game. And uh, yeah, in some ways they did shoot themselves in the foot by putting them out at the same time, but in other ways I can see why they did it, because to them they probably do seem as two separate markets. You played your first ever game of Titanfall with me, Kev, didn't you? Uh, the Titanfall original one? one. Yes, yeah. yeah, I did, yeah. I, I was could care Titanfall. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It was not <laughs> no. that long ago at all. No, I remember him being on the bandwagon about it, and I was thinking, dude, that game's so old. Why are you so hyped on it? <laughs> and then 
but like everyone else the novelty wore off after like a couple of weeks yeah <laughs> which is crazy because you had all the DLC and everything ready there for you yeah. at least we I bought that game day one and oh. fell off within about two weeks that reminds me actually something I do want to bring up about time for too they've announced like all the DLC is going to be free no season free. passes or anything which I think is a great move especially for me eh but don't you think that's a telling telling about the game as well of, in its position of it's not doing too well yeah. no one would pay for the, the DLC thing is this game, like I say this game isn't bad it's just I think you need friends to play with to enjoy it unlike the others and I don't know why that is I've like I've been trying to place my finger on why I have fun on games like Call of Duty on my own but on this one I need to be with people to enjoy it I don't one thing I have found with Titanfall 2 is the games are over so fast like really okay. really fast like a lot quicker to me than when I play Titanfall 1 the game seems to go, last a bit longer but on Titanfall 2 they're over in a couple of minutes so <laughs> I don't know Interesting. Excuse me. What, what, I do want to ask, actually. Ross, you said you weren't into Titanfall 2. Why is that? Uh, the beta. If you remember when Titanfall 1 came out, I put a lot of levels. I, I was at top rank, wasn't I? I'd, I'd moved up. Yeah. I'd moved myself, like, got to 50, reset, got to 50, reset. Roro enjoyed the game. Um, learned all the base maps, which I think you do need to know the maps, and then put it mm, down. Yeah. I picked up the beta... And I didn't enjoy it. And well, what, it just what was left... it though? You... Was it I, gameplay? I, really don't, I, I don't know. There was a, diff, a slight difference to the speed. There was a slight difference to... It just... Did you play it after the second beat? I played both, The second yeah. week of the beat or the first week? Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, played, just... I played both. I didn't like it in the first week. I no. remember that. I remember very clearly not liking it in the first week. I, I just felt as if I'd, I'd played better... I, I hate to say it based upon the beta no it's a beta it's a, an incomplete game and you know you shouldn't judge your, your game upon it but if someone puts a game in front of you and says play it yeah I'm yeah. going to base my purchasing decision on that of course so it, I do want to play the single player I will dip my toes into the multiplayer a little but it just isn't in my highest of priorities right now I will say the game multiplayer plays a lot faster in the actual game than it did at all yeah. in like either of the betas. It's a hell of a lot faster. Good. It needed to be. Yeah. Um, well, um, I, I want to like it. I want to like yeah. it. I don't want to see any a bad game or a game that isn't doing well. I want every game to do well if it's deserving of it. Cool. Yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2 coming fall 2017. How hyped are you, Ross? Um, it's going to be in between two other EA games. Um, <laughs> I, well, I got a lot of fun at the first game. So... I was going to say, I, pl- I remember playing it with you, yeah. uh, the first one, for a little while. And yeah. I remember going on my legendary run. Go over to youtube.com slash mcfixer. Watch me go 25 or 26 and no. And he just, he just, just dropped his control and never played it again. It. I uninstalled it straight after. I never <laughs> played it again. That was it. That was I'm a done. fun night. That was a fun night, to be honest with you. But he got himself yeah. into a... Was it an e? I can't remember what the, the things are called and stuff was. Yeah. But the... Yeah. It, it was funny anyway. He, he managed to kill. He killed me twice and he was absolutely jumping up and down at the fact that he'd killed yeah. me twice. I was, I was super happy. Yeah. Super, super happy. Um, well, at least we know now why they put Battlefront in the vault now as well. Because they had this well, one coming, coming out next year. Yeah, yeah it's coming. It's yeah. coming. Um, the quote that came out here was, um, according to Polygon, uh, they've said that they're looking to, uh, they're working hard to ensure that it has deep and engage uh, and engaging stuff to offer, 
which it tells me there's going to have most of the modes that people are complaining about single player last year mm. they have to I'm not saying it's, a word about single it, well, player do you want to know something see if they use Battlefield 1's model of just short stories it would work really really well in Battlefield uh, okay, I've not played Battlefield 1 right, yet, so, so. so it's, it's, it's short stories, so you literally take over a character over a short story. That suits a Battlefront model of you take a particular small 45-minute section of someone's story and multiply it by four or five. It's not a very long single player, but just enough chunks that they're replayable and enjoyable. Yeah, and from what I played, it's very cinematic, isn't it? Yeah, it's hugely. When you get that music score and you've got the Tie Fighters flying over you and and everything else, it you know you a part of your kids just jumps out of you and you just get really wrapped up in it. If they could polish like EA can polish a single player campaign by just having it in shorter chunks, then yeah. that's something that people could get really really invested in. You know that way, like, like yeah. they would replay it. They would do it in different difficulties. You know, maybe have a co-op mode or or do something like that. That appeals to me more than them fleshing out a twelve-hour campaign. At the end of the day, I think to sell Battlefront two, they're going to need two things: a single-player campaign and space battles, yeah. both w- which were like the big things lacking that fans complained about. So they definitely need those two things. Cool. Cool. Ross, something I'm super hyped about, which I saw on Reddit. Uh, according to Reddit user... Sorry, uh, what, what website? What website? Uh, Reddit. No, right, okay. According <laughs> to a Reddit user he, uh, who was travelling on a subway, uh, he spotted uh, the new Tomb Raider title, which yeah. is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, this is really cool. This is... It seems legit. I don't see it not being legit from the photo that I saw. Um... Could it be a placeholder title? Quite possibly. It could be a number of things. But I am super happy we're getting another Tomb Raider. Um, I hope it's not exclusive again, honestly. Even though it felt exclusive to us, I don't want it to feel exclusive to anybody else because I would have hated to have had to have waited a year to get that game. Mm-hmm. So, I learned a lesson with that. Yeah, hopefully it's just multi-platform, day in day for everybody. Um, we can all experience another fabulous Tomb Raider game. Because as of last year, as you all know, it was mine and Ross's game of the year. By yeah, now. when does that Rise of the Tomb Raider come out? When? For PlayStation, is that? No, so. the one for Xbox. When's that one come out? What are you on about? Rise of the Tomb Raider, when's it come out? Last year? Is that? I was say, it, no, I'm pretty sure it comes out 2018. Because that's when I'm going to pick it up. Oh, you still not played it, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I can't believe that was all a set up, Kev. Oh my god, was you trying to hit a joke there? Help me out here, Kev. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it's really cool. Uh, nice little piece of news that we weren't going to get for ages, I'm sure. But, cool. Um, next piece is VR will only come to Scorpio when it's ready, says head of Xbox, Phil Spencer. Um, we designed the Scorpio as VR-capable console. Uh, whether that happens this year, next year, or the year after that, he give, he's given us three years there, guys. Ross, we're right, 20, 2020. Uh, this year, next year, or the year after that, like I said, I think uh, the creative community has to get its arms around these new tools and new feelings and this new immersion. I totally agree. Uh, if you read this fully, which I got this new story uh, over at xbox1.co.uk again not sponsored by them um it goes into more detail and says about how 
a lot of the games and demos out there feel like demos and experiences. You, you do realize games. you do realize this is all smoke and mirrors, don't you? What do you mean? Well, which company has a console out at the moment with a VR headset and it's coming up to Christmas? So, what would be the smart thing to say about VR when your rival company is selling their console on the fact it has VR? That it, so, that it's not ready for VR. The world is not ready. The developers aren't ready. It's yeah. essentially so. Saying, you're trying. You want me to believe that in Phil we trust the man with slander. Yes, it's not slander. VR, it's not. It's not just slander. clever he's marketing. The truth. No, but he's also speaking the truth because the first generation of any type of product is not going to be as good as the next generation, and this is the first generation. Mm-hmm. How many games have either of you two played on VR? But four or five. So, uh, and what proper games or crappy experiences? Alien well, Isolation, but I, this is what I'm. That's I'm not a proper say. game. That's not a full. That's not yeah. VR ready. Yeah, but what I was going to say is, so we we played some more ones on the PlayStation VR. Okay. <clears throat> what um, What did you play on the PlayStation? VR? Uh, Into the Deep, the Heist. Is that it? Yeah, they had tech demos. Yeah, no, but this is what I'm going to say is the best experiences I have had in VR are the tech demos. Yeah, oh, I've heard that. I, I to- okay, I've played Riggs, Resident yeah. Evil 7, uh, what else have I played? Heist, and that deep water thing. I totally agree that the Heist is the best experience I've had with it. Well, the, but the, the, the Into the Deep was mine. The ah, deep water thing. I just, I'll tell you the reason why, because you know they put you in them stupid boxes for doing yeah. the VR, right? Um, so I, I thought my brain was playing a trick on me. Uh, of because course. I reached my arm out when the shark comes in. And I touched the wall, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like this, <laughs> this is actually played a trick." My brain thinks that because I'm touching the cage, I'm actually touching the cage. And when I came out, I was like, I looked, and the guys like, "Yeah, you jumped a bit three foot backwards." <laughs> That's why I was touching the wall. <laughs> yeah, and I've played other VR anyway. I, I, I agree with Phil in this in this statement of the games don't feel ready. The full fledged games don't feel ready, and the tools do need to be. Um, played with a bit longer. So I'm happy to wait. And Scorpio don't come out for another year anyway. Something so... else that con- contradicts this statement as well is the fact that Microsoft announced like a load of headsets, VR headsets, last week in that conference. Yeah, not made by them though. Yeah, is... but supported by Windows. I'm telling you, it's just to take the focus off VR at the moment. Okay. Well, you, you sir, are totally, totally Wrong. entitled to your opinion. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and is that the last piece of those games with gold uh, Super Dungeon Bros is available from November 1st to November 30th Murder Soul Suspect from the 16th to the de- of November to December 15th which I've heard is a terrible game what's left uh, that game the secret monkey of uh, the secret uh, oh my god the secret of monkey island special edition the 1st of November till the 15th Far Cry Blood Dragon from November 16th another game Ross loves 30th We've got a ton of emails, Ross. I yeah. will let you pick two if you've got to go, because you said you've got to go at ten. Uh, I, get I, all three I, I will get through all three of them. Don't worry. Cool. Uh, feel free to take the first one then, my friend. Okay. So, hey there, guys. Joe here again with not one, oh. but two questions. Who do you think oh, you are, no, Joe? not Joe. Not Who do you Joe. think you are with two questions? <sighs> first one. Is it this simply uh, between Red Dead Redemption and GTA Five, which game is better? I feel like Red Dead was far superior when it came to shooting and all over plot. 
And I'll say this, Red Dead Redemption had the best multiplayer of all time. <laughs> keep going, I'll let you finish. I've never played Red Dead. Just keep going, I'll let you finish until I start interjecting. Well, this is the end of the first question, so... So, okay, well... What game is better, GTA 5 or Red Dead Redemption? There's only one answer, and it's GTA 5. Anyone uh, want disagree with me? Well, I, need, I, I can't disagree, but I can't also comment because I haven't played Red Dead. Single, Kevin? Story-wise, I'd go Red Dead, multiplayer, and just overall gameplay, I'd go GTA. Kevin Tarney, help a brother out. Help me help you. Okay. Come on. What? GTA 5. The scale of that game. Yeah, I'm. I I'm think... talking. I'm not talking about separate. No, you've got to go. So this question is. I'm talking about story. What... So like story I'm... in Red Dead is a lot better than in GTA. But that wasn't the question. The question was which is a better overall game, Red Dead Redemption or GTA Five? Overall. overall, doesn't it? it I don't think it, it does, does say overall. shooting overall plot. So he does mention the story a bit referring to overall plot. So not knowing the plot of Red Dead. By the way, I've been told I've been spoiled because I've get to play through this from the start. So, yeah, I, I um, guess so. But yeah, like I'll tell you what, I will play it over the Christmas holidays and I will let you know what my, it's, my thoughts are. The thing is, that game was great for when it came out. It does feel a little bit dated now because we've been spoiled by GTA Five and we know what rockstar can do in terms of like the gameplay mechanics and just graphically and stuff so the game is a little dated and you have to remember that going into it people rave about that game because it was fantastic for the time it came out and it looked amazing at the time it came out and the story was great so just when you're playing it just remember that and just play it as if it is a 360 game and you're not expecting this massive like beautiful piece of artwork okay no i'll, I'll bear that in mind so i go gta um, I'd say the shooting's better. I'd say the overall plot's better. I'd say it's an overall better game. Multiplayer, GTA 5 over Red Dead Redemption all day long, personally. Right. Well, his other question is also, I don't know, guys, if we're able to talk about this. Yes, of course we are. We're all gamers. But with the Nintendo Switch reveal, what price will it have to be in order to complete with the Xbox One and PlayStation Quadruple? I love the way he's put one. G U A N. One. It makes it, it's very Scottish when I say that, isn't it? One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like anything over three hundred bucks in this thing flops. Maybe they can get away with three fifty, but the console rests at four hundred. It'll compete with the four pro and Scorpio. Now I'm gonna jump in first here if that's alright guys, and just say I don't think it'll be anywhere close to that, but I think the add ons will be expensive. Mm. So you can probably yeah. buy the base reasonable price if you're wanting something extra probably a charger knowing Sony eh, knowing uh, Nintendo um, the the joypad all that that all that will come to quite a lot but I think the actual base unit they'll have to have at uh, the most competitive price point is what they possibly can uh, I feel for Nintendo man I think they've got to release this console around about 200 250 to compete considering you've got the xbox one s which i was gonna say pounds not bucks but then again it's pretty much the same nowadays anyway yeah, so it is, oh, isn't it's it? ridiculous i'd like 20 pence onto that wait let me tell prices. you i get with the patreon stuff right now i'm getting fucked over in the bum cheeks because of the pound once upon a time i was a rich man now i'm poor no you should be getting no, you more. should be getting more yeah nope i'm getting nothing i'm poor no, you should be getting a lot more. The conversion should be a lot the better. The conversion should be a lot better for you. 79p to the dollar or something like that? No, it's... Well, 
Yeah. So it used to be less. I just like complaining about money, if I'm honest with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, I I would love a 250 um, for the Switch. I think if it was for me, if I'm going to buy it and convince Hayley to buy it with me, I'd say $300 is probably the max I'd pay, personally. Mm. Um, it's very For that unique. type of console. It's yeah. amazing. I've just, Let's talk about just, just the trailer. What did everyone think of the trailer? It was smart. It was smart. I... I I love the trailer. I thought it was very gimmicky as well. They used it in ways which people aren't going to use it. Let's be honest. No, but it explained the way of this isn't for your children. This is for adults. It's adults walking around. It wasn't my little sister. (laughs) That is very true. But I still think it would be kids who come to this more. Because the tablet generation... (laughs) Have you seen the people of overweight videos? The memes, yeah, I've seen a few of the memes. Well, so you know, people of overweight like what different videos over what was on the screen at the time. So it's like the basketball court, and it's like they they put on like a porn movie on the basketball court when all the guys are like what whooping around, holding their controllers <laughs> like over that instead of playing it to one of the was it NBA two K or whatever it was. They're really funny if you see any of them, but I, I thought the marketing was spot on. I think they knew what they want. We understood exactly what it was by the end of it. Yeah, it got its message across, you know. Um, and they showed Mario. What New else? Mario game. I'm done. Looks like uh, 64 as well. So mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do think yeah, it's got to be competitive price for especially with the Pro coming out and the Scorpio. I think 300 max, like Ross said, I totally agree. Maybe maybe it's 250, that new, that controller that they've got that looks like an Xbox One controller, that costs you 50 quid, that puts you back to 300 plus your charger, then it's free. Do you and know what I mean? Like I do the, agree. Like the 200 quid you spend on replacement little controllers that snap off the side because you lose one down the side of the sofa or your kid steps on one <laughs> and breaks so it. It's so negative, isn't it, this week? Jeez. <laughs> I'm tired. I was gonna say you're not a happy chap this week, are you? <laughs> Alright, Ross, finish the rest of this email. So um, we just say so one. also um he switched over to the green side. So audience yes. game Adam uh, his gamer tag is W I one F O R D and then space B R I M one E Y. Because my icon looks like Wilford Brimley. Okay? Yeah. Ran over loving the content you guys make keep it up especially this week and the next week that i've not yet heard it just seems to be 10 times better than what it had been for the last 20 that's not fucking what it says i've got the email in front of me you liar, you liar i'm, I'm just reading people. what you wrote i'm just reading what you're you wrote. lying to the people uh kev do you want this one or the next one? Oh, oh i'll take this one cool uh, so fixer and kev just two quick questions today <laughs> just two quick questions today i play with inverted waxes on my look stick another podcast i listen to it's not as good as you guys thank you yeah as a southpaw player do you guys play with default controller configs if not how do you play one of our friends doesn't have a hand no he doesn't true and he call, well you're calling him a friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do call Scott a friend he was naked on the of floor course. before um, <laughs> if that's not a friend what is um, <laughs> like he made me really think about joystick layouts and, and everything else and mm-hmm. I generally play standard 
layout. You know, I don't really yeah. affect much apart from flight sims. I need to have them inverted because up doesn't mean up in flight sims. Um, hear them, hear me, GTA. Um, but like, I do do the basic ones. I, I don't actually know anyone apart from you, whoever you are, because you haven't put your name on it. That's no, he has, but I didn't put it in. It's my bad. It's Matt. Ah, Matt hey Matt. Also um, known as uh, Little Smitty on Xbox. Oh, is that who that is? I know who that yeah. is now. Um, and yeah, well, I don't know any left handed players to be honest with you, but. Yeah, it really I'm the matter? same. No, I'm pretty much the same as you. Like, I play standard, I don't invert my controls or anything, and I only do like you when I'm in an aeroplane. For some mm. reason, that's the only way my brain can operate in an aeroplane like in Battlefield, is when it's inverted. But I'm perfectly fine when it's a soldier on the ground. I'm just normal. Yeah. It's just strange. It just feels right when you're in an aircraft to have I it. I think inverted. if you ever played a flight sim, yeah. ever, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I play exactly the same. The fault usually, apart from on Pro Evolution, when I have to swap X and B over. There you go. Because I can't, I can't shoot with X. That's not how I roll. No way. <laughs> Uh, so also we had also do you guys play with headsets and which ones do you use yes that's a must you must I don't don't know a gamer out there who's into gaming 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 who doesn't use a headset I use the Turtle Beach Earful 7s MLG Pro Circuit ones they're right here if you're watching the video version Um, I think they're bloody amazing detachable mic Sound quality is amazing. You can hear footsteps. You can't hear your missus talking, which is perfect. Um, yeah, I, you have to use a headset. Ross, I think you've still got the Xbox one, correct? Yeah, they are, they're ruined, though. Um, yeah, I've mine stood broke. Them and I had to get rid of them. Else. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're fine, by the way. The, the, the Xbox standard yeah. headsets are, are totally fine, as in the one that's about 40 quid um, that you buy, the stereo headset. Um, but at the moment, I'm going to be using a, a really, really special headset. It's pink, and it came from Poundland. Nice. Oh, sweet. Nice. Um, if you want to take gaming serious, like when you play with Mackie, you kind of have to. You definitely need a gaming headset. I think it gives you the edge over your opponents a lot, especially if you play a game like Rainbow. Because um, you can hear footsteps, you hear when they're repelling, stuff like that. But yeah, gaming headsets are must, personally. I don't know I, if anyone um... disagrees. I use Summit, which is better than... Because I had Turtle Beaches on my Xbox 360, and they were really good. I had some Tritons as well, and uh, both were really good. And um, I'm actually using Summit now, which I found a lot better, which, um, yeah, it's the hands-free kit I got in my Windows phone. Hmm. I know that sounds ridiculous, but the quality on the in-ear headphones is ridiculous I got with it. And I also used a mic on it as well, and I've never had any complaints from anybody about my mic quality. Sorry? <laughs> Not this one, you idiot. Um, yeah, I don't know. How do you guys feel about headsets? I, I feel they're very important. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's like uh, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago about how back in the day, like sound touring in Call of Duty was a big yeah. thing. And when they came on the scene, like when I first used a headset properly, like a surround sound one, I remember I found it hard to concentrate on listening yeah, and shooting and walking about at the same time until eventually it just sort of clicks and it becomes part of your gaming Second habit. Nature. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but now they are essential. Like even I use this like hands-free kit I got in my Windows phone. It's perfect. I get surround sound in the earphones. Um, the sound quality is excellent. And to be honest, it helps you win so many gunfights in games, especially FPSs, because you can hear the direction people are coming from. And yep. uh, like if I play a game now, if I'm watching something on my lap on my PC, sorry, 
and um, playing a game at the same time and I've got the sound turn, turned down on my game, I find it harder to kill people because I'm so used to having that extra input. I'm glad you mentioned that because I honestly, I used to I used to listen to podcasts and play games a lot at the same time. Yeah. Where I can't do that anymore because I'm constantly using a headset. Yeah, I only so play single only, player. Yeah, I'm. yeah, exactly. Sing, I, there's not many single player games I play anymore because it's usually Gears or Siege or, or yeah. something like that. Rocket League. But, um, we, oh, yeah. We played, oh, I played Rocket League the other day with uh, Hayley and uh, uh, Foxes. Oh, God, what a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, headsets are a must. Uh, last email. And it goes, and we have got more. We have got more in Fixer Suck. So thank you for the emails. Keep them coming. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Um, this one goes, hi, Corey and Kev and Ross, if he's back from the dead. Having seen the disappointment sales to Titanfall 2, which threatens the future of the IP, do you, like me, put the blame firmly at the feet of EA? I feel that if EA just concentrated on their own games and had a bit more faith in Titanfall, um, this wouldn't have had to sacrifice a limb in war against Call of Duty. He actually put Call of Duty. Um, it makes me sad that they couldn't have waited until Feb or March to release, where I feel this would have performed better. 100%. So yeah. my question is, why do software companies worry so much about Call of Duty rather than put faith into their own product and try and make it as good as they can? I feel they sh- have shot themselves in the foot by trying to release t- uh, release as many FPS games to try and cover as many bases as possible to complete uh, with the game's sales regardless. As always, love your proper bowl. B-O, B-O, B-O. Um, Call of- the reason this happens is because Call of Duty sells 20 million plus, no matter what. Doesn't matter. I, I will go on record. Of saying that call, this Call of Duty will do at least, at least fifteen million. Um, yeah, but I'd say that's only because of the remaster. If Whatever it wasn't for the, the reasons remaster are, this it year. doesn't. That that I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go into. It's Call of Duty. At the end of the day, Call of Duty sells well. I know people that own Xboxes, Playstations, whatever. Not Nintendo Wii's, because. <laughs> um, yeah, but own these two consoles and we'll buy Call of Duty every single year without I think that, foul. Yeah, I think there's been a bit of a hand down of like gaming generations. Like our generation have handed down Call of Duty to the next generation next now, generation. and it's younger yeah. kids playing it now. So, yeah, hundred percent. Well, the ones that yeah. say "Go fuck your mum" and stuff. Yeah, those which ones. I have replied to them. At least I have a mum usually. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I just think uh, EA tried to look. <laughs> They tell me to fuck my mum. That's what they get, yeah? Um, no, I think EA tried something. It didn't work. They did send Titanfall out there to die, unfortunately. Do you think um, they just had too much faith in Titanfall? Well, that, 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 so this is what I was going to jump in. Who's to say that they didn't have faith in it? Who didn't think that they thought this is going to be the game that finally knocks it out of you know, Activision's hands? Who's to say mm-hmm. that they didn't put this up thinking, we know the single player's solid... We know that, that you know the multiplayer is going to be good. Who says that they didn't have the faith in it to think this could be the one? Can I just say as well, this game has been out a week. I know. Who's to say? Yeah, it's the you... end of the month. It's the end of the month now. People have been paid. Who's to say the game's sales figures for the next month aren't going to be huge? I what? totally disagree with you here, Kev, because you know games' trajectories of the first week sales 
and then it goes down. It doesn't go first. Not when it's releasing up. right next to Battlefield. Probably people are probably picking up Battlefield first and then say, right, when I get paid, I'm going to pick up Timefall. That didn't happen with Siege either, Cody. Cody uh, uh, Siege made more but money Siege after didn't... Christmas. But Siege is one example, and Siege didn't sell as poorly as Titanfall. Mm-hmm. I think so I think Titanfall two has is going to pick up momentum. This game, this game has sold worse on two platforms with bigger install bases, um, and it's not an exclusive anymore. This is what I'm trying to say. It's like this game, the Xbox One version, um, is sold so uh, the uh, the Xbox One exclusive version sold like. 60-70% more. So where were it's all these rid- sales numbers coming from? What are they based off? Are they based off pre-orders, the first the weekend of sales? No, MPD. But the game's only been out a week. I, I don't think we can judge the game's sales figures yet. I think it's well, way too people, early. This is people's jobs. That's what yeah, they but do for I think you can't is... say a game's failed after a week. I think I, we're I totally disagree. The first... The first... We all know that the first week is where you make your most money in video games. Yes, that's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. That's a fact. That's not. There's not. There's no argument about that. That's a fact. The game releases, it sells well, then it drops off. I don't think that's all cases. I think that is like okay. the rule, but they can be like. Can you name me name me one example other than Siege? <laughs> we even with no, but even with Siege, didn't hasn't sold that much well. It hasn't sold amazingly. It's like like the fifth most played game in Xbox. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is... Yeah. that's uh, What I'm trying to say is Call of Duty, Rainbow Six Siege. Mm, okay. Granted, okay. <laughs> uh, the, this, what, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, but here. Call of Duty is a freak in terms of sale. That's like comparing right. games to GTA Five. It's just its own monster. But that's what they're going for. That's what they try to get that, rid that's of. That's a mountain they're never going to hit Call of Duty. If that's what they're aiming for, that's their own stupid fault. But that's... Well, yeah, but that's that's businesses for you, isn't it? At the end of the day, so I just think your wait, argument. Let's wait a week. For, well, we can next week we can see, but the numbers have already come out. That's what that's. If you read any article, is is EA disappointing numbers because we the numbers come out. We know what a sales week is, and I just don't know any game that you can name me. And please email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. If apart from Rainbow Six Siege, which we know has done well now. Which, but it took a long, long time to get there, and has a very strong community, which is amazing for them. Name me another game out there that Destiny. has done this, has sold better. That is no, because Destiny sold well. I don't um, think it did sell amazingly on it, release. It was the biggest. It was the biggest franchise release in their history. Bungie's. Okay, maybe I'm wrong than, there. It was bigger than Halo. But didn't it keep its momentum as well? Like with their DLC packages, the, like numbers the spiked DLC, again. The DLC made it spike. Yes. Yeah. But the the Titanfall DLC isn't going to make it spike because it's free. Rise of the Tomb Raider a year later. That's totally different because <laughs> it released a year later. <laughs> no, but like, you, I, you guys get I what just I'm think saying. we should give it... I reckon people probably just didn't buy it day one because there's a big message going out, you have to remember as well at the moment, about pre-orders and people stopping pre-orders. So maybe that's affected it. Maybe people hear that it's now got a really good campaign, like I've been saying, like reviewers are saying, the campaign is excellent, and uh, they'll hear that the multiplayer is good, it's decent, but and they'll the eventually review... be like, right, okay, I'll pick this game up. That's a total different ball game, though, Kev, because the re- I know you're, you're referencing, obviously, Bethesda, but the review come out day and day of the game coming out. The review was there. It was critically a game, nines. It was getting nines all over the shot. So it's not like it didn't get a good review. It got a good review. It was just cannibalized by the two big games that are there. I, I, I still think, give it a month. 
give it a month. Let it have its let it have its okay. limelight. Because it's going against Battlefield, like we said, it's going against Battlefield. Just give it a give it a month, and then we'll talk about its numbers again. I reckon. The second of the eleventh, two thousand and sixteen. We will revisit this next month. Okay. And we will see that this. I wouldn't be surprised if we do not see a Titanfall three. Uh, I could see that because because of bad sales. Yeah, but uh, give it time. Let's let's okay. talk about this in a month. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, well, that is the emails. Thank you all for emailing. Again, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Usually, if you email in something good, we get a decent discussion going, so I appreciate it. Um, suggestion of the week. Ross, kick us off. Can you suggest a game this week, please? Uh, I'm going to say Wheels of Fear, but not the DLC. Okay. <laughs> not the DLC, definitely not. So if you're in the mood for a scary game, which I did find it scary. Um, very atmospheric. Is that a word? Yeah, atmospheric. Yes, yeah. Hey. now. Fucking have it. Um, yeah, that is a great game. Uh, Kevin, have you got anything you can suggest? Uh, I would say Titanfall 2, but I also want to say uh, Borderlands after the free weekend this weekend. Like, if you've still Fuck not played you. Borderlands, get on that. That's my suggestion. I chose Borderlands <laughs> too. Um, yeah, um, definitely. I remembered how much I loved the game by just playing it for 10 minutes. Yeah. So I totally, good. totally, totally remember. It's like, nah, oh, cool. I need to jump back in this again. I've still not mm. done all the DLC. Um, so if people do pick it up while it's on sale right now, uh, feel free to add me, XOB Fixer. I'd love to play with anybody that wants to play the game. Cool. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here because Ross is probably pulling his air out because he's got to go. Ross, go first. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Uh, yeah, but I've got a website. It's called datalice.net. It's quite decent. It used to be better, but okay, I've got a job. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Ross, uh, Kev, sorry. Uh, yeah, just find me on Twitter at don't shoot Tony. What about Twitch? What, you know, no uh, I've not streamed recently. I think I'd be bastardising Twitch if I start plugging when I've not been on there. When I start playing a bit more on there again, I'll start plugging it again. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, head over to twitch.tv slash mcfixer. You catch me live weekdays from 2 o'clock usually. Uh, Twitter at mcfixer, YouTube. Check out my Nolan North interview. I emailed... Uh, emailed. Yeah. I um, interviewed Nolan North. And if you're listening to the audio version of this, you heard Nolan North and Troy Baker intro the show this week. Oh. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Apart from that, uh, patreon.com slash mcfixer what keeps the lights on. And until next week, I love you, leave you, and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Ciao. Bye. We're not fucking doing Ciao. this, lads. Bye. No. Ciao. No. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Ciao.